Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Grow With G. I'm so happy to be recording this episode. I really, really enjoy doing this and I love talking about the content with you all in person as well. Um, I just went away for the weekend and we had some really deep chats about some of the content and it was just interesting and I just love having these deeper conversations with people instead of that sort of surface level acquaintance chat you can normally do and yeah even like my brother just moved back from the states which is really cool and we were on a run together talking about a lot of the content and I just really love um, that it's making me feel more connected with people and then I'm learning more from other people as we talk about different content to what we normally would so please let me know if there's anything you want me to cover if there's anything you find interesting if you have any perspectives on anything um but yes today I really wanted to come on here and talk about intuition because I went to this yoga class the other day and the guy was like weaving in all of these amazing sayings into the practice which just stuck with me and one of the sayings he said was intuition is your inner tuition and I thought that was so cool because that's saying that your intuition is your inner knowing it's your lessons from within and I think that's really cool <laughs> can you tell I think that's really cool um <laughs> And it really stuck with me, the whole practice. And it's funny because I went to talk to him afterwards to be like, oh my gosh, like that was the best thing ever. Um, where did you come up with the in, inner tuition thinking? Like that he hadn't come up with it on his own and he's obviously seen it somewhere, right? Like, and I was expecting to have this really rich conversation and he was literally like, it's in the etymology of the word. <laughs> I think etymology is the right word there. Anyway, he's like, it's just the word. And I was like, okay, but I'm pretty sure somebody had to teach you that or expose you to that. And I just kind of want to get to the source and I want to learn more from that person. But okay, it's the etymology of the word. Um, but anyway, I really love it. It's really stuck with me. And I've been learning more about intuition lately and it's just it just keeps coming up in all of the things that I've been learning and I want to talk about it today so I've been doing some research on it and the reason I wanted to research it was mainly because I feel like it's quite overwhelming to have someone just be like oh trust your intuition you're like okay well I actually don't know <laughs> because then otherwise I wouldn't be in this position right like if you knew you knew <laughs> and you wouldn't be struggling so I feel like people just saying trusting your intuition is I don't think it's like bad advice but I just think it's it's difficult for us right like we don't know how to do that because our whole lives we have been conditioned away from our experience and our feelings because the world has wanted us to act in a certain way feel a certain way behave a certain way and we don't know who we are what our experiences are what our feelings are because we are so disconnected so I really want to make this episode a 
really helpful breakdown into what intuition is and how we can get in touch with it so that we can make the most of it because I think that inner knowing is the most important knowing because nobody else knows your situation nobody else knows how you feel so why do we trust people to make our decisions for us and the reason we do it is because we don't trust ourselves so it's a process of learning how to tune back in because think about it like really little kids have such a strong sense of intuition they instinctively know when to say yes or no and they will communicate that straight away like it is very clear when they do not want to go outside with you when they do not want to play a game with you they don't rationalize things and be like oh you should be polite or you should do things that make you feel uncomfortable or you should do things you don't want to do because it would be rude no kids know and we get taught out of that knowing. So I think it's a process of coming back. Going back within to find that voice that has just been dominated by all the other voices. So yeah, I hope this is a really um, approachable episode. And let me know if you have any takes on intuition. So I started looking at the definition of intuition and Oxford Dictionary said it's the ability to understand something instinctively without the need or conscious reasoning. And I do think that's a pretty good definition. I think we've all been there, like we've all made decisions based on how something feels and we just know that it feels right and we don't always have that reasoning behind it. We just know so that's that inner knowing, right? So try to think back now. Like, is there a decision you've made recently where you knew what the right decision was? Like, you didn't have to look into the facts or even once you looked into the facts, like, you knew how to proceed. Like, that. that's what we're trying to connect to. That's, that's intuition. And Brene Brown in The Power of Vulnerability she describes intuition as it's not a single way of knowing, but it's the ability to hold space for uncertainty and the willingness to weigh and the willingness to trust the many ways that we developed knowledge and insight, which can include from experience and reason. So even when something just feels right, that's coming from reasons within us from our lived experience where we know, oh, like I need to do this because last time this happened. So even though it's, I would say intuition is more of a feeling, it still does have the reasons behind it. You just don't always know it. Um, and I think it's really interesting because I think we don't want to confuse intuition with the ego, because I think that when we're making decisions, there are the two sorts of voices in our head. There's the ego voice or there's intuition. And ego is that really loud voice that tells you you need to act a certain way because somebody's disrespected you or you're scared. Like the ego loves to operate in fear and in scarcity, whereas 
intuition is quieter and it comes from a place of knowing um the ego i think operates yeah in that fear of fear of rejection fear of unworthiness and it has a desperate need to prove itself to show that it's seen heard loved praised and as bad as all that might sound it's actually it's trying to protect you like your ego is there to help you so you know I think there's a lot of commentary on like get rid of your ego but you know like it's served you and as my friend Bella has said in her podcast like we can thank the ego like thank you so much for caring (laughs) but we don't want to be driven by it and I think it's less about getting rid of your ego but more about getting in touch with your intuition and I think the way we do get it back in touch with our intuition is getting quiet so that can take so many different forms that could be mindfulness which is just noticing your surroundings Um, you can name things you can hear see touch smell um, how your body feels I'll do a big episode on specifically mindfulness another time like once I have a better understanding of it Um, meditation is a great way to get quiet but I understand that meditation is a massive barrier um, for a lot of people because it feels really it feels like a massive thing to do like everyone knows we need to do it and we don't know how to but I'm really in the process of learning to meditate and also how to teach other people to meditate too which is exciting and um yeah mindfulness meditation and then what else can we do i think it's about yeah trusting that you know you have the answers as well within you when you start to understand hold up nobody else knows (laughs) my experience nobody else knows what I need to do only I know how to do it so I think those are the biggest ways to start to build back our ability to listen to our intuition and I was also looking up um the traits of intuitive people because I thought if you don't consider yourself as someone who is intuitive what traits can we learn so that we can become more intuitive um beyond that just like mindfulness and meditation little thing you know um so I was looking it up and I found this really good article and it said that intuitive people tend to be empathetic so they can really assess other people's emotions and I think that's true because they're that involves a lot of knowing how people are feeling when you don't actually know because you're not experiencing it so I thought that was um true or that made sense um so they also said that intuitive people listen to their gut feelings and totally agree to this and like I was saying before you know not everyone can do this because we've all been taught and trained to steer away from 
our gut feelings. We rationalize things instead and we learn to trust other people more than we trust ourselves. So it's about listening back in because we've all been in a situation where we know what to do and we don't do it. We ignore it. And it comes back to bite us later, like 100%. Like the amount of people that I have had a bad feeling about friendship-wise or relationship-wise, when I've ignored it, that has caused me the most harm. And I've known, I have known that these people were not right for me, but I stuck around because I wanted it to work or I, you know, I had certain expectations of how things were going. And that's when I betray myself the most because deep down I know the situation is not right. Um, and I wonder if any of you can relate to that. Um, it's a sucky thing to relate to, but I feel like we would all sort of have some examples of that. Um, and then... The article also said that intuitive people have a lot of personal time and I really resonate with that too because if you are constantly seeing other people, you are constantly asking other people about your problems or what decisions you should make and you don't have time to sit still and to get to know the answer within you. And that's been a big one for me as somebody who used to be a very busy person, like scheduling catch-ups back to back, relaying the same stories to everyone and asking everyone what I should do because I didn't trust myself. And then I would act on other people's advice and then not great things would happen. <laughs> And the people who gave the advice didn't have to live with the consequences either. So that is why it's so important. You choose your wisdom over anyone else's. Even even recently, I've listened to other people's wisdom instead of my own. And I've really regretted it. <laughs> is it in a nutshell? Um, yeah, so let's trust ourselves and take time for yourself and I do really really love journaling I think it's a really good way to get to know yourself with no judgment and to really unpack situations so if you're thinking about starting a journaling practice like definitely start and let me know if you have any questions it's sort of just like your own inner dialogue which is kind of fun and then you get to read back on it later which is cool too um, I mainly started journaling because my memory is really bad. <laughs> um, so it's fun to look over that. Um, they also said intuitive people live in the moment. And it's so true because if we're sitting there thinking about the past or the present, we cannot act in the present moment. Did I just say past or present? I think I meant to say <laughs> people are always thinking in the past or future. But, yeah, we can only choose to act in the present. It's the only moment we have. So if you're not living in the present, you can't affect the present and you can't lean into your intuition because 
you're so focused elsewhere. We need to bring our attention back to the present moment and that's where mindfulness is great. Even simple breathing exercises can really help ground you. I also have been learning a lot about breathing, so I'm really excited once I've learned everything that I want to learn to do an episode on breathing because that is just like a superpower that we just don't even know anything about. We just, okay, I don't want to get too into it right now, Um, but it's really exciting what I'm learning with breathing. Anyway, back to intuition. Live in the moment and enjoy the moment and I saw another thing that was sort of like the inner tuition and it was like enjoy is like enjoy like you are enjoying the current moment it's like that's so cool like you are in the moment where there is joy like enjoy (laughs) I feel like I'm not articulating that properly but anyway I was super excited when I saw that um because it's about bringing yourself back to the present moment. You can get in touch with how your physical body feels, which will take attention away from the mind, that ego, loud, overruling, dominant voice, to find that inner quiet where the right answer will come to you. I think as you're you're learning to tap into your intuition, it can be really helpful to put more time between you and your decisions. So, If somebody's asking you something and your instinct is like, no, but you feel like you need to say yes and you're just really overwhelmed, start with just saying to people, oh, can I get back to you on that? Or let me think on that. Just to give you a little bit more time to sit with that and then to choose the answer that feels right for you instead of the answer that you feel like you're required to give in the moment. And this reminds me of Brene Brown. She said that choose discomfort over temporary... Oh no, what was it? Well, anyway, um, (laughs) choose discomfort over people-pleasing is basically it. Um, (laughs) I should look that up and tell you guys the proper wording later, but that's basically it. And I think that's so true because, oh yeah, it's like temporary discomfort over long-term resentment. So some examples she gives is like, if someone as a mom like asks her to bake cookies for the school, whatever, um, in the moment it feels right to be like yeah sure but when you know you don't have three hours to bake the cookies and then you you're sitting there baking the cookies you feel resentment over it that's when you should have just chosen to say no in the first place so I I really love that and that's really helped me but definitely if you're not ready to choose that discomfort yet Put some time between you and your decisions for sure. That should help. And then eventually you'll be able to access that intuition faster because and feel it strong more strongly because I've been seeing that intuition is like a muscle. So the more we start to use it, the stronger this practice will go. So I'm confident that even if right now you're like, I have no idea what my intuition is. I just, I have no idea. 
we will find it. We will find it and it will just grow exponentially. So do not panic. I'm here to help you. And what's really interesting about intuition too is I was looking it up and it turns out that women are more intuitive than men. And it's really interesting. A couple of reasons. The main one that I was seeing was it's actually one of our survival instincts because we have to be selective about who we reproduce with and we have this extra survival instinct of protecting our offspring so we have this sort of they call it like a sixth sense um to pick up on any cues so i thought that was really interesting and i was looking into it more and so it's all about our like brain development and our hormones and part of it was we have more developed left side zones of the brain which also make us more verbal and more able to communicate our feelings whereas men they have a stronger right brain which relates to things like logic without emotion and I think that makes sense because sometimes us women we're like how do they think like that like how are they so not emotional right now or like why are they thinking without emotion and it's it is literally biological so that's also why women are more intuitive than men like we have that sixth sense like we know when a man is cheating. We know when you've been in the wrong place. So for all the guys listening, when a girl starts to question you, where have you been? You better be honest because we know. Um, anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. But I thought that was really interesting that, yeah, biologically women are more intuitive and also from the point of evolution on that like offspring protection intuition part I thought that was really interesting so wonder if you find that interesting too um and then the other thing they said about intuitive people is that they're very observant and they're deep thinkers so I don't know if I'm a very observant person. I very much like to be in my own world and not notice everything around me. Um, But I think it's cool because we can choose to be more observant. Like when I choose to be more present, I notice a lot more things. My memory is actually a lot better. Um, So I think those lists of traits are all things that we can choose to develop you are not set as a person whatever personality people have assigned you you can change it at any point like the power is within you to decide who you want to be what you want to do the traits you have so if any of those traits sounded interesting to you there are 100 percent ways that you can learn to develop them like for example if you want to be more empathetic try harder to notice how people are feeling and you could even ask people for their permission to be like you know I'm trying to get in touch more with my empathetic side like 
Are you okay if I try to understand what your feelings are? Um, I haven't tried that, but I saw it online. Um, and you know, you can choose to be observant. You can choose to be in the moment. You can choose to have more time to yourself. You can choose to act on your gut feelings. This is the awesome thing. It's like we don't have to be ruled by the ego like so many people are. Like so many people are driven by what other people think of them and how they're perceived and all of that external stuff when we could choose the internal. Like you can choose to make yourself happy or you can choose to keep trying to make everyone else happy. But why? (laughs) Why do we do that? Like don't you want what you're experiencing to be good instead of hard and hurtful or disappointing when you don't live up to the expectations people set for you? Like, I know what I'm picking and it's hard. It is so hard because the ego is so loud and it can be so mean. Like, it it wants to whip you into shape. It wants you to be accepted It wants you to have the nice cars, the nice house, but it doesn't actually bring us lasting happiness or joy. I think following your intuition is what brings you that joy. When you know who you are, when you know what to do, life feels more certain, even in the uncertainty, I think. So yeah, that is my take on intuition. Let me know what you think. What's your approach? Are you in touch? Are you out of touch with it? Let me know. I'm doing like a little Q&A thing in the podcast. Um, I'll drop something in there like, are you in touch with your intuition? Tell me how. Please answer it because nobody's answered any of my Q&As yet. So I'm just using this feature with no use. But Let me know if you have better ideas with how I can use it to engage with you all as well because maybe there's a reason why no one wants to answer my questions that I just don't know about. So that is all I'm going to say. I love you so, 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 so much. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. I love you. Have the best day, the best night. I wish you health, happiness, abundance, love, peace, all of the good things in the world. You can change the world. You are amazing. Okay. Bye guys.